Welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast channel, working with communities, staff and partners to provide positive outcomes. Welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast. My name is Martin Webster. I'm the Workforce Development Manager and I'm joined today by Natalie. I'm from the housing team in Darlington and today's podcast is about housing repairs and maintenance and it's aimed at our communities, tenants, professionals and other partner organisations across the town. So I'm just going to ask Natalie to introduce herself. Hello, I'm Natalie Crichton. I'm a team leader within housing department. Um, I work within housing tenancy management, um, so oversee mainly the repairs and maintenance for our council properties. Brilliant, and welcome to the podcast today. So Thank I'm just you. going to ask some questions, um, and Natalie's going to answer them and tell us all about kind of different elements of housing, different elements of repairs and maintenance, roles and responsibilities, um, and some of the kind of key things that I'm sure that tenants and other partners and professionals would like to know. So first point, can you um, explain to us about repairs and maintenance within council-owned homes? Uh, Yeah, so as a landlord, obviously we're committed to providing safe, energy efficient and comfortable homes for our tenants. Um, So obviously we offer repairs and maintenance service, which is an in-house service. Um, We do use external contractors also, um, but we obviously ensure we attend for standard repairs, emergency repairs. um, We do annual servicing, improvement works. Um, So there's a range of repairs that we do carry out to our council properties, whether it's if a tenant rings up to report a, a repair themselves, or whether we have a programme of works planned for that property. Um, So the idea is obviously that we maintain our properties and ensure that obviously they're safe for our tenants to live in. That's excellent. Thanks very much. And can you also briefly outline the responsibilities as a landlord? Yeah, so as I just mentioned there, obviously we we, we are committed to to making sure that our homes are safe to live in um, and that that involves us ensuring that repairs and maintenance are carried out within the appropriate timescales. Compliance is obviously a big thing as well so we legally have to complete a gas service um, within a year every year um, and we complete our electrical tests every five years Um, so we just make sure that we we provide our certificates for those Um, and if if there's any emergency call outs, any leaks or anything like that or problems with the boiler for example that we attend to those within the appropriate time scales to ensure that they're, they're fixed. Great, thanks Natalie. And what repairs and maintenance do we carry out in our properties? Um, so it ranges from, like say, from standard repairs. So that can be anything from um, a kitchen unit door that's sticking, um, emergency repairs, so it might be a, a leak um, or it might be that the boiler's not working. Um, we do our annual services, like say gas servicing and electrical testing. Um, and we also do um, improvement works as well. So that's a programme of works that we do. So every 20 years, we aim to replace the kitchen and bathrooms. Every 15 years, we aim to replace the boilers. So we do have a programme of works for that and it'll be a particular area of town that we work on. Um, and then we'll obviously move to another area um, so it does range from various different things. So whether it's just maintaining or it's improving, um, we obviously uh, cover different repairs depending on the needs for that property. Fantastic. Sounds really thorough in, in order to kind of keep the, the properties really kind of well maintained and all of the repairs done and dusted across the board. Brilliant. Yeah. So when a, when a property is void as well, so if somebody moves out of a property... We'll carry out an inspection, so we'll check what repairs are required. So it might be uh, that there isn't any, depending on how how the property is being left or how old the kitchen and bathroom is, for example. Um, We always carry out um, a check of the the gas and the electric as well when someone moves out the property. It may be that 
we need to do what's called a major work void, which is generally where we might need a rewire. It may need a new kitchen, new bathroom, new heating system. So when the property is empty, we do carry out a lot of work so that when the new tenant moves in, um, the properties obviously are all ready to go for them. Brilliant. And you mentioned some timescales there. And um, what other kind of health and safety priorities do you have? Yeah, so timescales do fall, fall into that. Um, so we do the timescales that we do uh, a 24-hour response. So that's for our emergency repairs. Um, we do a three-day response, which is generally um, when someone moves into a property, we carry out their gas and electric checks within three working days. When a property becomes empty, we obviously legally have to ensure we cap the gas and lock the electrics within three working days of those keys being handed in. We do seven-day priority repairs, 20-day and 40-day, depending on the need for us to attend and the time scale that we need to attend within. Um, health and safety also covers compliance, so gas servicing. Um, legally, we have to do that within a year, every year. And we've recently just changed our um, our program for gas servicing and how we ca- carry out our servicing across the town. Um, so we've, we've changed it to what's called an MOT style servicing. So basically, that means that 60 days before the service is due, you can have an appointment booked in but as long as it's done before the compliance date it re- returns that date every year so it, it's better for our tenants because we're not, we're not coming on an 11 month month program anymore we come in just within a year every year um so we've been working on that in the past year to to change the way we carry out our service and to make it more efficient and better for our tenants um we've also um started to carry out our periodic electrical testing um, more frequently and um, so we've got a program on program on the go for that as well so that's every five years so that's just checking all the electrics within the property and um, ensuring everything's all okay and um, so health and safety wise obviously those are the two main things and um, we also ensure that there is a carbon monoxide detector in every property and the smoke alarms um, are all working, which generally is completed as part of the gas service. Um, but we've recently been working on a programme to ensure that all our properties have those alarms installed. Fantastic. Sounds really thorough. And what about the kind of um, out of hours service that the team offer as well? Yeah, so we do do an out-of-hours service. So these are for our emergency repairs. So 24-hour response time. So if you ring, for example, at nine o'clock in the morning, we will attend on that day for any emergencies. So like say, um, generally it's, it's you know, keep the property wind and water tight, or it might be that the boiler's not working during the wintertime period, or there's a major leak or, or something along those lines. So we will attend on that same day for those ones um, to ensure that we, we go out and check it. It may not be that we can repair it there and then but we'll ensure it's safe and then we'll return for a follow-up appointment to carry out the necessary works if there is any to do so so if for example somebody rings our repairs line after five o'clock when we close it does divert to our out of our cctv team and we still will uh, send an operative out for any emergency repairs we do offer a 24-hour emergency repair service so that can be through the night um you know if, if there's water Gushing through the ceiling, for example, um, we will send somebody out no matter what time of day that it is. That's great. And it sounds as though there's lots and lots of support available from the team and and a really kind of thorough, again, a really thorough way of of working so that the people and tenants are supported across the board. Yeah, that's the aim. Obviously, if if somebody rings to report a repair within the property, our aim is to 
to obviously attend as, as soon as we can, depending on the priority for it, and ensure that that repair is resolved, whether it be on the day or whether we need to return um, to replace a part for a boiler, for example. Um, you know, that's our aim to ensure that um, we, we offer a, a good quality repairs and maintenance service to our council properties. That's great. It sounds as though there's lots of responsibilities across the board for for housing. What repairs are you not responsible for? Um, so generally, um, we do have on our website and as part of our tenancy agreements, um, we do have a repairs booklet, which just details um, all of the repairs that, that we're responsible for and ones that tenants are responsible for. Um, tenants can ask permission to carry out certain repairs to the properties they would have to put that in writing and it would have to be agreed by our management officer to do so um but generally most repairs um, we are responsible for if somebody was to fit their own kitchen for example we wouldn't be responsible for maintaining that and um, we're only responsible for for our own stock basically so as part of improvement works um we and as kitchen and bathrooms for example and boilers will use a certain boiler um, and we'll use a certain um, colour for kitchens and worktops for example so that we can ensure that if there's any repairs in the future we have that stock to be able to you know fit a new kitchen cupboard door for example um so we, we do use the same stock for our properties um there is a choice for tenants to choose the kitchens you know the colour the units etc and things like that but the reason that we do that is so that we can in the future maintain that um and, and keep the longevity of the of the kitchen um like say if, if tenants wanted to replace a light fitting for example or you know change change that then that would be their responsibility so generally you know the the, the exterior of the property and the fittings with inside of it kitchens bathrooms lights <laughs> boiler everything like that we would be responsible for um, unless the tenants obviously changed changed anything within the property which they would need permission to do so. Um, there's the little things like we, we don't install cookers, we'll ensure there's an electric or gas point to install a cooker but as part of um, our uh, process that we have for anyone moving into a property we wouldn't install a cooker for example. So um, we do have a, a repairs handbook um, that is available on our website and like I say, when a new tenancy starts, it's part of the pack that we do provide. And that just details the responsibilities for um, for tenants and for us as to what we're responsible for and what um, the tenants are responsible for in the property. So most stuff, obviously, it's ourselves. But blocking, for example, if it's a fault caused by the tenant themselves, then it may be that we can attend, but it will be rechargeable depending on what's caused that blockage, for example. Yeah, that's really clear. I think there's um, there's things that people want to do in their own homes, isn't it? Really important. Yeah, their own definitely. Kind of feel to the home and things. So that's that's really clear. Thanks. Um, what about kind of reporting response, reporting repairs, and what's the te- the tenant's kind of responsibility about how they report repairs? So obviously, we we won't be aware of of you know all repairs within property. So it's the responsibility if there's a repair that needs attending to that a tenant calls and reports a repair or they can log it online um you know there's different ways of, of reporting a repair um to ensure that we can attend and, and resolve it for them so it's it's a responsibility for them to to let us know what the issues are obviously we have the improvement work so we know when we need to roughly attend a property to um update the kitchen bathroom heating systems or complete a rewire um so there's different responsibilities depending on the nature of the works but generally obviously we're, we w- would expect everyone to report repair um 
within the property. But for gas servicing, electrical testing, improvement works, we have a programme of works for them. So we'll, we will contact tenants um, when that, that is due so that we can arrange a, t- a date and a time to attend for those. Great, thanks very much. It makes again makes absolute sense because it's about kind of everyone's responsibility in terms of communication yeah. across the board. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So if we know about it, we can ensure we send out the necessary tradesmen, whether it's our inter- in-house service that, that we offer, or whether it's one of our external contractors that we use. Um, depending on the nature of of the repair, we can ensure we send the appropriate trans- tradesmen. Fabulous. Okay, so there's a few discussion points for these final kind of areas, really. Um, So I'm just going to read them out and then get your responses, I guess, really. So um, importance of good quality housing. How do we maintain? Yeah, so um, I've I've probably covered a few bits of of these points. Um, Obviously, it's important we maintain uh, our properties um, and provide, you know, safe homes for our tenants to live in so that if there's any any issues that we resolve them so that the it's all about the, the longevity and, and people living in comfortable homes and ensure that, that everything, you know, all the checks are completed. We attend when we need to for the repair, depending on the nature of it and the priority of the timescale. So that's why we, we have set certain timescales for repairs, for example, so that we, are in, we attend within the timescale that's appropriate for that repair to be resolved. I guess this one's a little bit about kind of quality assurance because the next point is about the regulator of social housing. Yeah, so obviously we're keen to ensure that we, uh, you know, any updates that come from the regulator, um, you know, we're following everything that we should be doing. Um, Damp and mould has been a big um, context recently that we've we've done a lot of work on to ensure that we're we're following the correct processes for that. Um, So inspections, if anyone rings to report any damp and mould or concerns of damp and mould in the property, um, we'll arrange for the management officer to go out and inspect. We have damp meters, we'll go out, we'll check if we've got any concerns, um, then we'll follow up on that. It may be that we get an external contractor to go out and have a look at it, um, but we just make sure that we have a process for, for, for our repairs, basically, so that if anybody rings to report anything that they're concerned about whether it be damp and mould um you know uh, roof tile missing whatever it might be that we have the the correct procedure for that great and can you tell us about the decent home standards as well yeah so it links in again to what i've been saying that um you know, we, we we want to make sure we are maintaining our properties and, and that everyone has a safe home to live in um, and that we're, we're ensuring that we're, we're doing all the necessary repairs, um, that we're following compliance, um, which all links in to obviously ensuring that we're providing a good service um, and, you know, safe, energy efficient and comfortable homes for our tenants. Great. And, and we've talked a lot about kind of the responsibilities of housing, the responsibilities of the landlord, but it sounds like a really person-centred kind of team and process so that it's yeah. all about the tenant. It's all about kind of making sure that they're in a really comfortable place and in, in a, a home that they can be proud of as well. So that sounds yeah. brilliant. How do, we, um, yeah. how do we maintain stock then in terms of houses? So as one of the things that we do do, I was saying about the um, improvement works and having the kitchens and bathrooms um, around 20 years, we do them um, and the heating systems and rewires. Um, you know, we have a set time scale for those and a programme of works for those. So we know when the last the kitchen was last replaced, for example, or we know when the boiler was last replaced. So we ensure that 
we have a programme of works for those a particular area of town. We'll write to the tenants to say that your kitchen and bathroom are due for renewal and we'll make an appointment um, and, you know, we'll ensure that we do do that. So maintaining properties is obviously a big thing for us, whether it's the tenant report and a repair and we're attending and sending out the necessary tradesmen or whether we have a programme of works um, to ensure that, you know, at the relevant timescales, we'll do, you know, major works to the property. Um, maintaining also covers the compliance as well. So checking of the boiler, the, ele- the electrics, the smoke alarms, uh, health and safety. Um, so it, it covers a, a variety of things that we've talked about today um, in terms of making sure the home is safe and, and um, you know, we'll maintain the property and ensure that re- the repairs and that are needed are completed. Brilliant. It sounds as though kind of from from just a lay person's perspective that the the team and the whole service is not only kind of proactive in how they plan things and they've got a real work plan going forward, but also able to be reactive as well when yep. kind of things do happen. So I think there's a real importance of of having both of those. Lots of kind of services are very kind of proactive and have the plans in place, but aren't able to react. It sounds as though from a team's perspective, you're able to react to things when they do go slightly awry or when there is a slight problem as well. And that's a real a real strength I think yeah so it, obviously every day is different um you know we have emergency repairs um yes we have a 24-hour time scale but it may not always be possible um you know to wait that long for someone to attend so it might be that we need to get someone out within the hour you know if there's a major leak for example or somebody's locked outside the property we wouldn't expect them to to wait there all day to be able to to, to get into the property um so it, it is reactive and it is responsive and that's why we have the time scales um to ensure that we are attending within the necessary time to complete that particular repair. Um, but the diaries for, for our tradesmen, obviously, they are set in advance, um, but we do reserve some space for the emergency repairs. Um, you know, we do need to move appointments around depending on priorities and emergencies that do come through on a daily basis. Fantastic. Um, and that's it, really. So thanks very much for joining us, Natalie. Much appreciated. Thank you. Um, thank you very really, much yeah really kind of informative across the board and uh, for more information on our Darlington Extra housing series you can log on to Darlington Extra or find us on your podcast channels thank you you've been listening to the Darlington Extra podcast on our Darlington Extra podcast channel for more great content make sure you subscribe now 